Purgatory, and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Aaron Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan, and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB in 1998. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories about how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season four, episode two, Failing Down. Wait, is it failing down or falling down? I copied and pasted from Wikipedia and it says failing down. Oh, okay. Because I had a whole rant about like, why is it called falling down? Are we like... (laughs) Because, like, you know, that's that, like, Michael Douglas movie where he goes on this, like, violent rampage. And I was like, what are we doing? Like, last week it was coming home and now it's falling down. Like, what's happening with these titles? (laughs) So I'm glad I read that wrong. Great. I'll skip that note. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This was written by Tom Kapanos. It was directed by Sandy Smolin, who has directed other episodes of Dawson's Creek. Um, This originally aired on October 11th, 2000. The description from Wikipedia. Joey is looking for a new job and gets one at the Capeside Yacht Club, pretending to know a very influential family. She is tricked by her boss's son, Drew Valentine, who instantly sees through her lies. Mitch, now a guidance counselor at the school, tells Pacey he will not graduate unless he makes up for his bad grades from the previous academic year. Pacey doesn't want Joey to know, but Mitch tells Dawson, who tells Joey, showing that he still cares about Pacey. Is that what it shows? Pacey and Joey have a fight and Pacey admits he needs help. I mean, there's a there's a Jack Jen storyline, too, but apparently that's not worthy of attention. (laughs) Um, Okay, Uh, October. My history is mysteries. October 6th, 2000. The last mini is produced before Mm -hmm. they got sold and became Mini Cooper. Um, October 11th, 2000. 250 million gallons of coal sludge spill in Martin County, Kentucky, considered the greater environmental disaster than the Exxon Valdez oil spill. This was the fault of Massey Energy, which is also responsible for the Upper Big Branch mine disaster, which killed 29 miners in April of 2010, Hmm. um, which was a disaster that happened while we were on our road trip to Wilmington. Um, Hmm. And it happened in Kentucky, where uh, Mitch McConnell has worked for 36 years. Mm. Yeah. Um, So the year 2000, that means that Mitch McConnell was working there and did Mm -hmm. fuck all about Massey Energy spilling 250 million gallons of coal sludge. Um, Great job. Uh, Anyway, uh, October 12th, 2000, in Aden, Yemen, the USS Cole is badly damaged by two Al-Qaeda suicide bombers who place a small boat laden with explosives alongside the U.S. Navy destroyer, killing 17 crew members and wounding at least 39. Um, So great week that week. Uh, (laughs) 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 Laughing so I don't cry. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's the theme of this episode. (laughs) Number one movie is Still Meet the Parents. Um, mm. that one was really that was uh, like a sleeper hit. Yeah, it was. I, we're going to be talking about it for a while. I gotta tell you, really. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, number one song, Aaron Hensley for you. Come on over, baby, by Christina Aguilera. Yes, that's a, that's a banger. It's a banger. It is a banger, indeed. Um. So before we dive in, 
Um, I feel like maybe we should address something, which is that um, it's been a really goddamn hard week uh, here in the yeah. U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're, you know, um, as you, I'm sure, all know, uh, white supremacist mobs try to stage a coup at the U.S. Capitol. Um, and mm-hmm. we've both been trying not to watch and have been failing miserably at that. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say besides yeah. this is this is gonna- America. This has always been America. We are working to make it not America. But if you think that this is anything new, um, then I think, you know, there are some books that I can recommend. Um, we yeah. even delayed. I mean, I, I wanted to say Aaron and I delayed our taping because we didn't feel like we were in the headspace to, to talk about this. <laughs> I'm not sure we still are, but not sure I am now, but we're going to try. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to give it a go. We, and partially why we're, you know, why we say that is because like, we understand that like one of the things that we get to do is to provide you with two hours of escape. Um, you know, that this it's hard to get through right now. And we hope that we get to bring you a little bit of joy. Um, joy is, is necessary in times like this um and so hopefully we can you know we know that this 20 year old show isn't the most important thing going on right now but also um you know we just hope it brings you a bit of joy in your day and uh just know that like you know we feel it too it's hard this has been this has been a rough week a really rough week so yeah and this episode is about friends but it has a lot of compelling triggering points yeah. <laughs> to watch <laughs> it was an odd episode to be watching <laughs> while all this is happening um and we shall discuss um yeah so aaron we open at Capeside high yeah with pacey and joey walking yeah. and they're bantering it's really cute like yeah, it is. i don't know and it also is a good again like another reminder of like how the lighting is so different on this season uh, so different like this season looks so different i even feel like this episode just that it's all about friends like the different friendships like mm-hmm. feels like a different show to be honest but i'm here for it i like totally. it totally i mean if i want to put it out like if anyone knows anything about actual cinematography like hit us up because i would love to talk to you about like what the changes actually are um yeah in the show because i feel like i can see them but i i you know i'm not a cinematographer so i don't know how that's right. like being achieved um, right. So Pacey tells Joey, you know, oh, they want to see me in the guidance office after school. Yeah. And Joey's like, yeah, whatever. And uh-huh. Pacey's like, no, no, no. But do they want to see you in the guidance <laughs> office? Like, so this is kind of like a big thing, you know? Yeah. And she like it. She totally makes fun of him and says she's going to he's he's destined to be a gas station attendant. And it. It's so hard to hear from Joey. I it's directed weird. at her boyfriend. Yeah, it's weird because it's like they're clearly in this playful conversation. Like they're being playful with each other, but that's mm-hmm. you know, it feels like a little. You know that he's like sensitive about that shit. Um, yeah, and so is she. Like that is one of her fears too. So like yeah. to have this, and it doesn't feel like this is something that they've necessarily bantered about. So it did feel out of place. Um, again, I'm in a weird headspace, so maybe I'm extra sensitive. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. Joey, you fucking classic 
bitch. Like, how dare you say that to my Pacey? <laughs> okay, I didn't react like that. I was like, eh, you know, we all make fun of each other about things. Um, it felt lighthearted to me, but also I was kind of like, man, that might have been a step too far. Um, well, and- because even he says, like, ouch, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he calls her a hussy. He's like, tease away, you little hussy. And so... Uh, he's then changes the subject to say like, well, now that we're back at school, we should discuss PDA basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's funny <laughs> because it's a weird thing to discuss, but then I like, I guess you have to do that. Like, I, I don't know, you know, it's true because they've never been in a relationship at school together, you know? Right. And so they're like kind of discussing what their boundaries are, you know? And Joey has been a little bit more sensitive to like PDA, like with Jack mm. and Dawson, you know? So you're kind of like, okay, this is something <laughs> that yeah. she would want to talk about. Yeah. Um, and, and like, Joey's a little bit unsure, you know? Yeah. She's like, we can kiss if it's spontaneous, but basically like, we don't want to be that couple that makes out everywhere. <laughs> and like, yeah. I get that. And Pacey's like, but without kissing, like, what do we even have? (laughs) And Joey's like, precious little, we should break up. Definitely. (laughs) And they have this, like, like, it's kind of like a callback to the the last episode where they kind of like part ways with the camera stays stationary and then Uh they like run back and like (laughs) aggressively make out. Like, it's like, more PDA than we've seen ever on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she's like, she, you know, he's like, it was a good run. And then she like kind of grabs him and like kisses him. And they're right in front of the door to the classroom. Like they are blocking the door, which like, yeah, yeah, as, totally. As a viewer, I'm like, oh, cute. And as a person, if I was in that class, I would be I like, bitch, move. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it would be so annoying. Your saliva out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, who is in the class with Joey but Dawson, who's like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> like a better person would feel bad for Dawson but like I just laughed thought it was so fucking funny. <laughs> and like whatever, that's a boner killer so they like stop and <laughs> kind of like, oh god. And just yeah, welcome to senior yeah. year. Hello, we're here at senior year I know, in high school. Here, welcome back at school. Mm. So we go to the credits, and after the credits, we see Joey and Andy are walking and hanging out. You know, because like, they're hey, friends. friends too. Hello, yeah. and yeah. I love that the beginning of season four so far is giving us kind of everything we asked for. I mean, except for Joey and Jen making out, but like you know, with yeah. each other. Um, but other than that, like we're kind of getting it all right now. I totally agree. Like. this episode we see a lot of pairings that we don't normally see and i was like yeah hello (laughs) i'm here for it Um, yeah yeah so they're just like walking it must be after school and they're like joey's kind of saying like oh i need to get a job like i don't know like whatever otherwise if i don't get enough money she gets like super judgy about community college and i hope that like this is something that we start to dismantle that like community college is like less than and worse or whatever Mm -hmm. because it's classes as fuck you know and i just want everyone to know if you didn't know this i recently found this out so maybe you don't know this if you transfer from a community college your financial aid package is less than if you go straight to a four-year school so that sounds racist as fuck yeah it does that does sound racist and classes as fuck um and i want to say that like this is something that 
I definitely got threatened with sometimes. Like if yeah. you get bad grades, you'll have to go to the the, the community college where I was from uh. was called Cabrillo. Um, and you know, so I, it's like, I feel this and I like, as someone who, I don't know. I mean, that is something my parents said to me. Sorry, mom. I know you listen to this, but yeah, like, it I was said to me. Threatened with community college, but it was um, talked about with disdain. Yeah. So it, I, and um, I actually remember when I was in my senior year, I, I took, um, we had this program that will, I'm going to talk about this program that we had at my school more, but it's, it was called ROP and it's called regional occupational program. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, they have it all throughout Orange County where you learn in high school, like a skill. Mm-hmm. And the one I took was silk screening. And there was a field trip in the class to go to the community college, um, Fullerton Community College. And I was like, how come I don't get to go? And my teacher's like, um, you're not going to community college. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? you don't even know me. Like I've only had this class for like a few weeks, you know? Um, yeah. and there's just like this narrative, I think that community colleges for like, you know, a certain quote type of student. And yeah. then there is a certain type of student that is more like quote unquote college bound. Yeah. And I'm like, but they're both colleges, you know? And I don't, it just like, this is a problem that in a way in which we um, reinforce shame on poor people. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Like, absolutely. And like, and like, you know, community college was something that for me, it was like the thing you went to when your high school classes like weren't enough. Mm-hmm. You like went and took a class at the community college and like that was acceptable, but like, um, you know, and like now as an adult, like, you know, taking a class being like, oh, I want to take photography. So I'm going to go to LACC. Like yeah. that was acceptable. But like, yeah, like continuing I, ed for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I think that it's all acceptable. Go wherever you need to go and want yeah. to go. <laughs> like wherever you want to learn, fucking do it. That's fucking so do it. Twisted that we create these hierarchies, you know. Absolutely. Um, Fuck that shit. It just is fucking wild, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Joey's like. Otherwise, I'm at. I'm gonna be at CCC, Capeside Community College, and Andy's like, well, you know what? Why don't you consider going to CYC, yeah. Capeside Yacht Club? They're hiring. You yeah, know? they need a waitress. And Joey tells Andy she's high in like the greatest delivery of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like she just looks at her and she's like, "You're high." And I was like, "Man, Katie, Katie Holmes, that was I. I like legit cackled." <laughs> and then joey like gets the shame spiral she's like i don't think they're gonna let me have a job because of my last name right but then i gotta say andy gives joey the keys to the fucking class jumping kingdom yeah she's like listen girl i'm gonna tell you how this shit works um and she's like (laughs) if the interview goes south drop a name name drop like (laughs) this is how it works it's so I completely agree that Andy's like giving Joey this window into like how things work. And mm. like I've said before, my boyfriend grew up in a different class than me. And so mm-hmm. like I'll say things to him and he like cannot even believe that that's what I'm suggesting <laughs> like this, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, or like I'll in. be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. what? Like, look, why don't we just email that person and like, you know, see if they can get give us a job or, you know, right, something right. like that. Like that yeah. seems like out of like like unbelievable that that's how it works <laughs> and you're like no you just have to do it 
Um, yeah. And like, you know, Andy's like, I'd say drop my name, but like my brother's gay. My mom had a mental breakdown and I responsibly handled a mental health crisis. So these people don't like us, which I'm like, <laughs> let's break that down. For and, real, then, yeah. <laughs> and then like Joey's like, and then she's like, drop this name. And she says, these people are the Rosses. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles, Kate, and their son Owen, and like she just gives Joey like a slight bit of information, and yeah, like, is like here's the story. Yeah, 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 here's what you need to know. Drop their name. It's fine. I'm just like fuck yes, Andy. Fucking totally. Fight the yeah, like just like this is how we dismantle these systems of oppression, like <laughs> fortunately or unfortunately, you know. It's yeah. Like, okay. So we then go down to the music store where Gretchen sees Dawson, who's like going to sell some used CDs. And yeah. Gretchen's trying to find a place to live. Also, yeah, she's like looking at like a bulletin board or something, right? That's how you used to have to find shit sometimes before Craigslist, <laughs> y'all. Like you went to a before community bulletin board and we're like, hmm. yeah called some random number <laughs> off of the handwritten sign. Yeah. Like, nope. Like nope. legit. <laughs> That's how it fucking worked. Yes. <laughs> Maybe some classified ads in the back of the alt weekly or something, but yeah, that's it. Totally. Um, she also though refers to Doug as being gay. She's like, yeah. she's like, I can't live <laughs> so with Doug funny. anymore. He's like too neat. And I also think he's looking for a quote unquote partner. And I was like, yeah. okay, so this whole family is pretty clear that Doug's gay. Yeah. And, or like, like I've said before, like, it seems like the sibling banter where it's like, we know this really gets yeah, a yeah, dig yeah. at him. So yeah, like, yeah totally. Um, um, so Dawson. Yeah. And so she follows Pete or she follows Dawson into the record store and she's well, she, kind of like looking over his tells, shoulder at his CD. But first she tells him that he, she's moving in with Pacey. She's like, oh, I'm I'm right, going to shack right, up right. with my other brother. And then, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then she follows him in. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. And as she follows him in. She's like, I know it's not really my place, but, like, I kind of hate to see, like, you and my brother, like, not on good terms, you know? Right. And, like, it, it's really, like, I kind of like it that she's kind of, like, advocating for her brother. <laughs> like, I do, too. It's, like, the only Witter family member we've ever seen, like, stand up for Pacey, to be honest. Totally. Totally. Because she's like, you know, I'm... Like, I, I'm happy to help if I can, like, offer any help, like, in getting you guys, like, you know, back to maybe a friendship. Um, yeah. And Dawson and then, just gives her this Dawson look. Dawson gives her a look. Oh, yeah. He's like, it's like a, <laughs> please stop talking about this look. <laughs> yeah, like, shut the fuck up before I walk away from you. And she does listen to him, which I also appreciate, too. She's like, she... okay, you don't want to talk about this. <laughs> and she apologizes. She's like, yeah. she like says, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I, you know, it's clear you don't want that. So I'm sorry. And then yeah. proving why I personally love Gretchen so, so much. <laughs> she looks through the CDs Dawson is selling back to the store and starts shaming him <laughs> mercilessly. He's like, vanilla eyes? What the fuck's wrong with you? And he was like, he's like, I was 10. And she's like, when I was 10, I was telling everyone how cool this guy Kurt Cobain was. <laughs> and I knew every band on the Sub Pop label. And I was like, is Gretchen the proto hipster? She sister. is, yes. She is. I think and I so. Love I think it. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Here for that. Um, and Dawson's she's like, like, why are you getting rid of the Grateful Dead? And yeah. he, he's like, my parents gave me this album. 
<laughs> I've never felt closer to Dawson, I must admit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I completely agree with his opinion on the Grateful Dead, but like my parents definitely are not deadheads. Um, and my not. parents definitely are yes, 100% deadheads. Oh, yes, we had a cat yes, named yes. after a Grateful Dead song. My, I mean, it's, I feel like yeah, yeah. two thirds of the times I saw or like the times I had seen your dad, he was in a Grateful Dead shirt. <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely. My dad looks like Jerry or looked like Jerry Garcia, yeah. too. So, you know, it was a thing. Um, and like, she's like, Dawson, your parents have better taste in music than you do. And I'm like, that actually tracks. Definitely. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and, He's like, and then he tries to come back with the stupidest retort <laughs> that like, I like a tear popped out. I'm not sorry. He's like, <laughs> He's like, I knew all the cinematographers that Steven Spielberg had worked with when I was 10. And she's like, that does not make you cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, good for you, Dawson. You go, Dawson. It's but you, like, like I, I like I know we make fun of him for liking Spielberg, but his earnesty about it is oh, so yeah. like, it's so cute. And yeah. like, I do appreciate like how he just has like kind of like this confidence about like how nerdy Nerdy. he is (laughs) but also like going back to i think i said this in like maybe episode one of season one um, that like it actually was impressive at this time for you to know something like that like you couldn't Mm. just look it up it like Mm. you know what i mean like yeah i mean it's just a little bit different in southern california but i hear you yes yes yes. (laughs) and i hear you um where i was from it was impressive (laughs) (laughs) so we go then to jen's house and jen is on her turquoise clamshell iBook, and i would just like to send more jealous of i'd like to send a a missive to apple saying that if you re-released these you would make a fucking fortune because i would buy one in a heartbeat and i bet a lot of other people would too there's like a seller on etsy that has made like a fake looking case that looks like that you (laughs) know so (laughs) yeah yeah hit us up if you are the person that is selling that because we'll promote you um and (laughs) to to our small but loyal group of fans um (laughs) but jack's like what how many times are you gonna check your email like god like you've been checking it all day and jen she's like i think henry's ignoring me yeah and he's like you know all summer there were these phone calls and emails and iming each other and now like it's nothing and like jen feels like she did something wrong and she sort of is saying this as jack checks his email and then well she also says am i bad at cyber sex yeah. And I was like, okay, so very quickly, as a person who lived through the year 2000 as an almost adult, um, I like remember the shock and awe of people like, like, had about the fact that one might have cyber sex. Like, people were like, there were like news stories about like, what cyber sex was and like, oh my god. And well, I it just, is like, another way to lean into like, Jen's a slut, Jen's a slut totally but also like i love that people are always shocked like all of human history isn't defined by people trying to make each other orgasm in new and different ways like that is literally the history of humanity (laughs) i hate to tell you (laughs) um so we hear the like (laughs) we hear the like you've got mail from jack's computer and or from jack's Mm -hmm. like 
logging in and Jen's like, oh, who wrote you? And I was like, oh, remember? Like, <laughs> I when, know. like it would be one or two people <laughs> after not checking your email for three days. <laughs> yeah, I know. Are you kidding me? That's if so I don't nice. check my email for a few hours, I have like 150. I'm like, get yeah. out of here. <laughs> So Jack yeah, then looks and so shook. He's like shook though. He's like yeah. about to puke and he like closes the <laughs> the computer and he's like nobody. Right. I don't know. I don't know nothing. <laughs> so that's bad. Okay, uh, so we, yeah. We, not we go good, to not the, good. Yeah, not good. We go to the Capeside Yacht Club, which if I'm not mistaken, we have not seen since Joey sang on my own. Um, I agree with you because when we saw the opening shots, I like was brought back to that. You were like, song. "Oh my god, yes!" <laughs> and there's some fucking bitch there asking Joey what an ice house is. <laughs> she's super, super snotty, um, and she's okay. like, and Joey does this thing where she like lies about her class, so she calls. Yeah her dad daddy and he she's like you know daddy wanted me to get out and mingle with the little people and like okay i'm gonna have a hard time not wanting to break down every instance of joey doing this um but like Uh joey's ideas about class are so fascinating to me because like how she thinks about what rich people speak like and think like and talk like you know that all that is just like it's I think it gives her away I mean it does obviously it gives her away yeah because I think like Andy when she first saw her dad like in season two was like daddy and we're like oh okay but like she would never say that in public like you know what I mean like you wouldn't refer to your father like that you know um so I, I completely agree like which is what happens this bitch is like oh um how come i don't see the potter name listed on our members and and joey's like well we're not the joining type and um and the girl's like the woman's like how did you spend your summer and she's like actually sailing yeah. and then like because of the bitch like is on to joey's bit is yeah. like oh um were you a deckhand <laughs> or a stowaway <laughs> <laughs> i mean like so a clearly joey hasn't fooled this fucking bitch yeah but also like and she says that the reason that they're not they're not like members is because they're not joiners and then also this lady asked joey how they like what her dad does and she says he's in pharmaceuticals (laughs) which is like that like that is such a rich person thing to do is like have a dad that went to to prison for drugs and say he's in pharmaceuticals that is 100 percent a rich person thing to do yeah and also Um, it's where's the lie (laughs) not one there's not one <laughs> um but but the way that it's Joey... just a weird bit to be honest though like why would she try to act like a rich person she should just try to act like a middle class person like i, I don't yeah. know i agree i agree with you completely because the rich people aren't like it's not like they have their kids working at the club yeah because she could just be like oh i'm you know like oh like she could just be like a gen or something you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. i don't know yeah, or even it's a jack. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so then Joey, like, lays into her um, after she's, like, realized that she has not fooled this woman. Yeah. She, like... It's like, do I have to sit around for you to be a total kind <laughs> to me, or is the position available or not? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, this lady's like, the position has been filled. And then Joey gets up to leave and does the thing that Andy said and drops the Ross's name. Yeah. And immediately the lady is like wait 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 (laughs) 
we must have gotten off on the wrong foot. Like, you know, <laughs> and she's it's like, like, go on. Yeah, yeah. totally. It's like, <laughs> right. so like, why didn't Joey just do this at the beginning? Like Andy advised her. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Um, well, and I also, I think that like, it, if you're it, not used to name dropping, it's like, you, you don't know how to do it. You know what I mean? Like true. It's like there's yeah. it it does feel but awkward. I, I mean I totally agree and it's just one of those things where Joey's shame about class and it me- meant that when Andy gave her this advice like look this situation's fucked up. I'm not disputing that. But when Andy's like just drop the Ross's name like Joey should have been like how? Like what do you mean, you know? Right, <laughs> like right. follow up question, you know? Yeah. Like when? But she but you know. You know, but also she that's not that doesn't seem like a thing Joey would do. She would just pretend like she knew how to do that. Right, exactly, um, and to yeah. a detriment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so then we go to Pacey, who goes into the guidance office, and hey, guess who the guidance counselor is? It's guess M- who failed up. <laughs> True, it's Mitch Leary. <laughs> oh um, okay. my god! Oh my god! Okay, okay. Uh, like I can't. I'm sorry. I just. 2021 i cannot with this are you fucking kidding me okay so mitch is like yeah i'm the new guidance counselor the old guy left and he left me a stack of people that i have to like actually guide okay like yeah it just the gall of like just okay okay yeah. just go with it aaron go with it uh-huh. <laughs> and it's actually kind of cute because pacey is like and him and mitch they have their normal banter like right. they still have their connection that like dawson hasn't been really able to take that away from them you know yeah, yeah absolutely and mitch you know gets to the point and is like look pacey you shouldn't have gone on your trip you failed science history and english last year but I'd like to point out, not math, because Joey helped him with math. So um, technically, well, he's going to get to it in the listener corner. But I'd like to point out English when wasn't there a deal with a play mm. and a C? There was. There was. You're right. Um, so okay. he's technically not yeah. a senior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. OK, so Mitch is like you should have gone to summer school and Pacey's like, why the fuck would I have done that? You know? And like, Mm -hmm. and then Mitch is like, well, because now you have to take these three subjects you failed after school. Right. Ooh. Yeah. And he's like, well, I was going to get a job. Like kind of need a job. uh, Ooh. Yeah. He's like, I wanted to get a job. Yeah. And Mitch is like, no, like straight up. If you do not pass these classes, like your, all your friends are going to graduate. And it's kind of fucked up. Like Mitch is like, well, no, you don't need to, what i mean (laughs) so it's like you have to choose between a job and then like catching up on these classes like what are these choices yeah they're bad ones they're bad ones um i i just i can't i like okay okay what yeah and basically if you don't you're gonna you're like everyone's gonna graduate and you're gonna be a fifth year senior yeah yeah and like okay Okay, and then Pacey, like, looks at Mitch, who is the guidance counselor, and is like, no, but, like, what if I can't? Right. And Mitch is like, yeah, you can do it. I mean, and this is the Uh, thing, right? This is the thing about, like, someone like Mitch who comes from Mitch's, you know, background being a guidance counselor is that, like, 
Yeah. He's like, of course you can. You just work hard and you do it. And there's like no like, hey, what if he actually can't do it? Or what if like he really has to get a job and can't do it for that reason? Like there's all right. there's a bunch of reasons. So, On top of that, like we already know that the, all the teachers have it out for him like yeah before he even is in the the class so like he also has the uphill battle of having to like somehow for some reason gain the trust of these these horrible educators at cape side high you know and like it's fucking haunting to watch in 2021 when we know that there is no we don't as a society in america have any path to support kids that aren't going to college you know and Mm -hmm. like I would like us to come up with a term for that because I want to say non-college bound but that implies that college bound is the right way so email us if you have a suggestion but like it's totally absurd yeah no totally and I think like you know I I think that there's this I mean I think I've said it before that there's this way in which we talk about kids that don't go to college and my thing is like but most people don't go to college. So yeah, like let's deal with that and let's like make that an easier. So you're telling me the only reason in American society that we give subprime loans, loans to people without a job, without job history, without credit, without income is if they go to college. The only way we invest in people in a subprime loan is if they go to college. I don't know if that seems like a right investment. (laughs) Probably not. Um, well, so we cut then to a beach house that Gretchen is showing okay, Casey. A beach house. <laughs> it's like, okay. I mean, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like, like she, on the water. It's, I mean, it's in a great location. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will say as a person who grew up in a town that was like a summer tourist place, uh-huh. there are those places. Didn't your college boyfriend live in a place that like got yeah. um, rented out yeah. in the summer? And he could live there in the school year. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So like, and it was really nice and it was like on the cliffs. Exactly. So, um, so she like, so Gretchen's showing him this house. Look, Gretchen's in the ugliest, most (laughs) aughts outfit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a truly awful tank top with this like weird fringe pattern on it. And yeah, this denim maxi skirt. Yeah, it's like the silhouettes that we had to live through are truly <laughs> terrible. Just yeah. truly awful. Yeah. They do not flatter her at all. And she's fucking gorgeous. Gorgeous. So. <laughs> also, Pacey's in cargo jean shorts, in case you needed a... <laughs> we're still not off of the cargo. Or the... No. Carpenter shorts. Sorry, not cargo. Carpenter shorts. Wow. Carpenter jean shorts. We're still not out of the carpenter jeans phase of life, um, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, and he's super unimpressed with this, like, beach house. He's like, this is horrible. There's cockroaches. The Mm. water's hella dirty. Like, this is disgusting. And again, proto-hipster Gretchen is like, I'm going to make this a home. This is (laughs) hella possibility. Are you kidding me? The rent's cheap, and we're on the fucking water. I can just, like, throw up some paint and some dope-ass shit, and, like, (laughs) you're going to love it. Yeah. And also, I want to say, like, I've looked at much worse – places in los angeles that i've considered living in (laughs) yeah i mean even when andy and pacey do that like fake you know exercise and looking for an apartment they saw like more hideous places so totally totally but uh gretchen's like come on 
what the fuck's happening here, brother? Yeah. Why are you so grumpy? Like, yeah, you and didn't she's like, like your you first know, day of your year? Yeah, you're a senior. Like, doesn't that bring you any joy? And then Basie's like, funny you should say that. Technically, I'm not a senior. So. Yeah. Yeah. And he explains but what's he going on. Her, yeah, yeah, that he has to get, you know, these three classes on top of his already, like, you know, schedule that he has to take to graduate. Right. And, like, Gretchen is kind of like, okay, then you fucking do it. Like, yeah. you know. Um, And she's like, well, what does Joey think? Yeah. Ooh. And we learned that, of course, Pacey has not told Joey. And he says it's because Joey is smart and I'm an idiot and I don't want to make her more aware of that than she already is. And it's just like, oh, God, Pacey, that that insecurity is. Yeah, it's really sad. And Gretchen, like, it's like good that Pacey has this like person to confide in. Gretchen's like, um, I kind of get the vibe that her feelings for you don't hang on your fucking GPA. And also you know? you're not an and idiot. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's like, it's really sad, <laughs> to be honest. It is. But also, like, she's like, you know, I could stand here and tell you that it's going to be okay, but it's going to sound better coming from Joey. And like, yeah, I fucking love Gretchen, man. She's I know. just a good sister. And like, that's good sister advice. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So we're at the Yacht Club. <laughs> yeah. And Joey is working. She's like yeah. in a fucking vest, like dear God. Oh, girl, I had to wear <laughs> I had to wear an outfit for a waitress job once, and it's the worst. Um, so I hear it. <laughs> it's and, like the hilarity of the like yacht club bridge people like tormenting the quote help, like yeah. Oh my gosh, totally. And, and so she's, she's like, working, and there's this asshole there in like a fucking pink collared shirt yeah yeah he is like an 80s movie villain if i have ever seen one yeah his collar is not popped but other than that he's an 80s movie villain um and (laughs) he like is like oh i asked for an iced tea you know a half hour ago and she's like oh i'm so sorry and like gives it to him yeah she he's like she's super annoyed and he can't believe he He's like talking to him like that, you know, yeah. and then he does like the classic rich person gaslighting of like, I was just kidding. And you're like, you don't get to be a fucking piece of shit and say you're kidding and then be absolved of like being a piece of shit. Right. Because he like gives her this whole speech about like, oh, your boyfriend. I Let me guess your boyfriend left when you got pregnant and forced you to drop out of school and like rely on your alcoholic mom to watch your kid while you wait tables. And I'm like, uh, what the fuck, man? That's insane that he's just like, what the fuck does it being a server have with that narrative you have in your head? (laughs) I know. And then he's like, and then he's like, you know, Oh, I was just kidding. And he was, and then he says like, my dad does that to waitresses all the time. And I'm always like, what? They're going to go spit in your food. Um, and I'm like, yeah, true. She's they like, are. I'll be right back. Yeah, and let me like, go check on your order. <laughs> God, I love, I love sassy Joey. Here she comes. I'm so glad. I know. Yeah. And then he follows her, and and like, they they kind of chat a bit, and he's like, oh, is it your first day? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, how much do you hate these people already? And and Joey's kind of like having none of his shit. <laughs> Like, yeah it's just like i don't want to like make friends with this piece of shit like you know um yeah like, she's like oh, she's working little rich boy. what's going on here yeah yeah 
And she's like, can you sign your check? Um, and he, he signs uh-huh. it with the name Owen Ross. So, And she's the- like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so this is the person that she dropped their name to get into this job. <laughs> yeah. Whoopsies. Yeah. Then we're at the Learys mm-hmm. and Mitch comes in and I just can't with this scene. I'm really sorry. Okay. I can't. Okay, so and like D- Dawson's listening to the Grateful Dead, that the album that Gretchen was like, "Why are you selling this?" Yeah, and I just want to state and- for the record that American Beauty is the best Grateful Dead album. In case you all needed that information, that's the one you should go listen to. Um, and Dawson's super anti fun. He's like, "I don't get it. I don't want to like drop LSD after listening to this <laughs> or wear a tie-dye like, shirt kind of not how it works like yeah you drop you it before drop the LSD and then you listen to that it's like <laughs> people are like I don't get techno and it's like because you've never taken MDMA and then listened to it right that's that's why you don't get it and that's yeah. fine it's fine you know uh, definitely <laughs> I mean you don't even have to do MDMA like sometimes just like some good weed and listen to it you can really zone out on that shit um, exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's like, and I just want to say that, like, so Mitch is like, oh, the gre- the dead were something you had to experience live, and um, when Jerry Garcia died, my mother proclaimed to me that she was a terrible mother because I would never see the Grateful Dead live, and then immediately bought tickets to the Rolling Stones because she was not going to make that mistake with any any other <laughs> band from her generation. So just an FYI, that's the household I grew up in. So I really do feel a kinship to Dawson at this moment. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it's just funny that like Mitch is like, it's all about the experience, man, you know, and like millennials are like the experience generation, you Uh know, it was like. That kind of made me giggle. And And then Dawson just flat out admits, he's like, I can't believe my parents are cooler than me. (laughs) I mean, true, true. That's true. They are. Oh, my God. Yeah. So then, then Mitch. Things take a turn for the worse. Because, okay, so Mitch, just heads up, remind you, Mitch is the guidance counselor. Yes. And he thinks that the way in which he's going to guide his young pupil, Pacey, Mm. is by getting Dawson to -hmm. do the work. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. He... Hey, is this legal? No, I don't think that this is legal, what he does, because he says to his child, who is another student at the school that Pacey goes to, he tells him the whole situation um, about Pacey's yeah. academic standing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's not legal. You can't say that. Uh, okay. Um, and, and Dawson's kind of like the fuck do you want me to do with this info yeah and, and like just kind of like fair man yeah on the one hand fair and like, then on the and then we have to hear dawson explain why he's so mad at pacey like yeah which there's a part of me that's like which, i like sorry go i know i agree with you like i i a like that they're like trying to explain to the audience why dawson is so mad but the way in which they explain it is very frustrating you know and the Mm. thing is like i think i think i'm fine with dawson being mad at pacey but like the way you know but it's just kind of like dawson's like well my 
quote unquote best friend went after the girl I've been in love with in one way or another for the for the my whole life. Yeah. And it's like I I don't know. Like it's fine, whatever. I'm not a dude, so this seems like dude code, but like <laughs> as a woman and like a feminist at that, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Just yeah. be like, he lied to me. He fucking lied to me. I don't trust him. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And or like it really hurts to see them together. And I can't it's like hard for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> But it's like, totally. but I, I owned this woman and he took Crowley. her. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Like that's that's what's particularly toxic to me mm. is that it's like it's about like this possession over Joey and not about like Dawson's it, just about Dawson's feelings and about like yeah. the the breakdown of trust within his relationship with Pacey. Like, yeah, agreed. <laughs> so I I struggle, you know. I, and, but okay, uh, yeah. so here we are. And, and then he's like, I like, feel like I've done this. Explaining that to Mitch. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I think I've done this good job of moving po- forward. But Pacey doesn't get to go on reaping the benefits of my friendship. And I'm like, uh, benefits, my dude. I, that's... <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I mean, to be honest, everyone had the best summer of their life without y'all being friends. So I don't yeah. see real net benefits there, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. Also, I just have to tell you, I noticed as they were having this conversation that the- Dawson now has a quote painted on his wall. That is some like <laughs> hardcore Nexium shit. So it says, um, people are about as happy as they make up their minds to be. Which is <laughs> that's some fucking Wait, where is that a quote from, I wonder. I have no idea, but it I didn't Google it. It's it's like some uh, that's some est nexium bullshit. Yeah. Um yeah. No thanks. Miss me with yep. that. I'm fucking by a mile. Yep. Thanks. And Mitch is like, well, maybe you know someone that could help Pacey. Like, well, that- yeah, he kind of like. Well, he says to Mitch, he's like, I thought I raised the kind of good guy that Dawson would you would you would do something about this, right? And basically, like, and- says like maybe you should talk to Joey about it, not Pacey. Like yeah, he says I that mean, without like, saying it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's definitely implied that he should like go talk to Joey. But it's like a weird I mean, it's a fucked up weird ass scene that like I just cannot <laughs> yeah. get on board with. Like, Dawson, aren't you a good guy? Can't you put behind like your like, you know, no friendship with Pacey to like help him with his grades, even though I'm the guidance counselor and that's my fucking job? Like, yeah, are you kidding yeah. me? I know, I know. It's a lot. It's it's seen as a lot. <laughs> and also like and also just like must point out yet again these adults like fucking sticking their faces into like the drama of teenagers like just stay the fuck out of it guys come on yeah i mean i'm i like am for to be honest like mitch trying to tell dawson like he should talk it out with pacey or maybe they should like yeah at least kind of like get to a better place within their relationship but like not yeah not this no this is literally Mitch being like, hey, Dawson, do my job for me. Yeah, hey. Cool, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, we go to the yeah. McPhee's where yeah. Jack has told Andy that Henry wants to break up with Jen. And Andy <laughs> has the correct response, which is... Yes! 
Okay, wait. So you're saying he like doggedly pursued her for an entire year. And then Andy freely admits that Henry exhibited behavior that licensed professionals would call stalking, which like, why aren't we more angry about that? (laughs) She's like, what's up with that? Like, so he fucking love bombs her. And then he has the gall to tell you to break up with her. Are you fucking kidding me with like? Are you fucking kidding me? And Andy's so annoyed, rightfully. Yeah, launch Henry into the goddamn sun, too. My God, what a pile of shit that guy is. And Jack kind of defends Henry, which I was look, like, Ed, too? I mean, like, look, I, I mean, hey, well, we got to, you know, look, we got to break down, too. Gay men, particularly white gay men, can yes. also be handmaids of the patriarchy. Yes. So, like, just because people make fun or or violently attack gay men for effeminate behavior does not mean that they cannot also hold water for the patriarchy. So Jack is doing that right now. Yes. Not my face. Well, you know, Henry, like it's, he's in a new school. There's girls talking to him. Like, you know, what's he supposed to do? Yeah. And then he's like, (laughs) he's a great guy. And I'm like, on what evidence, Jack? Oh my okay, god! Show so me one thing like- that is your your sister is like he's a stalker. He yeah. love bomb Jen, and you're like he's a good guy. He's nope. a good guy, and also like he did. Henry did literally the. There was one episode where we weren't like the thing Henry did was just horrendously fucked. Like <laughs> there was one episode where we said that last year. Every other episode we were like, my god, <laughs> man. Oh my so- gosh. And Andy's like, so, yeah. guy, guys are maddening. And I'm like, Andy, these these men are all not maddening. Yeah. They're like criminal. She just like calls it out. She's like, I just can't believe he doesn't have the guts to say anything to Jen himself, you know? Right. And she does tell Jack, like, don't get involved in this. No right. way. Right. Like, because he's like, Henry has asked Jack to tell Jen. And like, and Andy's like, Jack, I love you, but this is fucking stupid. Like, do not do this. Don't do this. Come on. Yeah. Come on. And like, he's like, whatever. She's like, whatever's happening, like, let them deal with it. And I'm like, my God, yes. Yeah, absolutely. That feels like it doesn't need to be said, but apparently it does. (laughs) Here we are. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So then we're at the true love. It's night. And Mm. Pacey and Joey are like eating pizza on the boat. And you're like, oh, my God, this is so cute. It's like, it's like, hey, it's the end of our day. So we're going to have dinner together. Like, this is what I mean by saying, like, when people come back in this season, they're like adult. They're very adult. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Joey's like having a good time joking about the food and the atmosphere like she's had a nice day um you know yeah and pacey and he's hella grumpy okay the grumpiest um and joey's like like, what aren't you excited for senior year it's senior year no more classes no more books and he's like no more dawson's (laughs) dirty but looks or something like that like and she's kind of like look we had this like great summer but like you know now we're back and we gotta like be back like here we are yeah like and then baby and then joey asks about what happened with the guidance counselor because it turns out joey's actually a pretty good girlfriend um yeah and pacey's like i don't want to talk right now like and she's like okay well do you want to hear about my new job then yeah 
And she tells him, you know, it's like, I got a job. And he's like, got a new job? Like, she has no idea. He had no idea either. Right. And like, and they just like have this conversation where Joey's like, you know, you know, I need money because like, otherwise, otherwise I don't get to go to college. I have to like roam the streets of Cape Side for eternity, which is like unacceptable to me. And she's like, you know, I'm just not going to end up some townie. And like... he is yeah. triggered by this and yeah. he calls her a snob. Yeah. And it's and like, he gets hella rude to her. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what's wrong with being a townie? Like if someone lives in the same place their whole life, that makes them a bad person. And I just like, it's so interesting because I feel Joey so deeply here as someone who grew up in a small town that like longed to not be in it. Um, I, I was like, yeah, a hundred percent. Mm hmm. And like I, I think- feel pacey too. I think this is so authentic to yeah. the way when you're a kid you say things without like yeah. understanding what you're saying. <laughs> you know, we're well, like-, like there's a way to just be like for me like I don't want to end up in like you know you just need more like words behind what you're saying. And but I also think that like you get like I think that like it is complicated. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, to be, like, really, really fucking frank, like, I looked at around at the people that I saw that stayed in Santa Cruz and how they were living and how they Mm -hmm. were and how they were interacting with, like, they would graduate high school and, like, how I would go to parties and they would be there and how they would interact with us all. And I was like, I don't want that for myself. And, like, I'm not necessarily telling you that I think you're bad. But I don't want that for myself. And like, right, but that's what I mean. You're focusing on like the negative part instead of like maybe like like Joey looks down on her sister, even though her sister kind of has this really dope life, you know. Totally. And like, and it so it's kind of like you're not getting a 360 and like seeing like all of the options available. And the thing is, there's nothing wrong with being like, I don't want to fucking live here. Like I felt that way growing up. It's like, there's yeah. absolutely no fucking way I would right. like, like stay here. And I know a lot of people from my high school, I'm like, Oh cool. You own a house in Chino Hills. Like I'm mm-hmm. glad you're happy. That's just not the life I would want. <laughs> you know, like absolutely. it just isn't, you know? Um, and so, but I think that like when you're younger, you have this a more intense amount of judgment mm. without without understanding that like those like those blanketed statements are blanketed like you're referring to a whole group of people Absolutely. when what you really mean is like this specific path Type. that you don't want yeah yeah and i and i think like i think what's interesting is like right finally we have pacey and joey together and it's these two people mm-hmm. that have like such a similar background right like you know, socioeconomically, maybe Pacey's a little bit more well off, although he has more siblings. Right. So like possibly not right. too. Yeah. So like, but you know, they're kind of from the same class. Um, right. yeah. And they finally get together realizing how much they actually have in common. Yeah. Um, and like do and they do have similar values, right? Like, yeah, they and so they are these really like interesting characters to get together. But I think what's so interesting is that here is where you see their real divide, right? Just mm. because they have all these things in common that maybe Pacey or like Dawson and Joey didn't. And that like when Dawson and Joey were together, there were these other like rifty issues that like got in the way of them. Like, 
this is kind of one of them, right? Is like Joey's like, I'm going to college and that's the way I'm going to get out of this town that I don't want to be in. And Pacey, it seems like, doesn't want to be in this town, but also is feels like, I think he might feel even more like resigned to the idea that he's going to be here. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately it boils down to the fact that like, we've seen teachers and adults invest in Joey and encourage Mm. her and her future. And we have yet to see a single adult do that to Pacey. Yeah. Yeah. So Pacey then asked the real question, which if I was a townie, would that make me less desirable to you? And Joey like looks at him like, what the fuck is going on with you? Yeah. And she's just like, why are you trying to pick a fight with me? Like, (laughs) And she's, yeah. She And she's kind of great here because like, she's like, sorry, go ahead. If you don't want to talk about it, like, we don't have to talk about it, but you can't pick a fight with me to make yourself feel better. So it's like he's, she's kind of throwing in the face the line I always quote is like, we don't have to talk about it, but you can't fucking lie to me. Right. You know? Right. Right. And you do really, I mean, like my thing is like that scene, like you really see the transformation of Joey over this yes. summer. Right. Like. I completely agree. Like, she's, like, totally (laughs) truthful in, like, not a snotty, mean way. Like, she is kind of toning down her, like, really aggressive bitchiness, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, like, it's kind of awesome. (laughs) And and it is, like, look, I see what you're doing. And, like, you know, we don't have to talk about this. But, like, you're not going to be mean to me. Um, And, like. And he just like kind of quietly eats his pizza. And I'm like, yeah, she knows you, dude. Like, she's got your number. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it's it. like sad for him because unfortunately yeah. she, he wishes she knew she knew him a little bit better. Like, this is, we know this is an in- insecurity that he has, you know? So, mm. it is kind of sad to see that like Joey isn't aware of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we go to Capeside High where Pacey is not in class and Dawson sees it. Um, And it's just a quick scene. Uh, And then we go to the yacht club where Joey is waiting on that asshole again. Yeah. And now, why the fuck are you being so nice to me? Like, I like that. I like that bitchy girl. Bring her back. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, you were so fun when you were being mean to me yesterday. And he's like, God. And she's like, look, I'm trying to do my job. Okay. Like, whatever. And the guy is like, wait, sit down. And he like shows her the dynamics of this country club, right? He like points out who's sleeping with who, who has fake boobs, who gave the fake boobs. He's just like spilling all the tea about this country club. Yeah. Joey's like, okay. And then he points to the bitch, (laughs) the lady that that like, Mm-hmm. hire joey mm-hmm. and he gets into this story about her yeah and he's like yeah see that lady she used to be married to a rich person who fucking left her ass high and yeah. dry and when she found out like all of her power came from being married to a rich asshole mm-hmm. she had to take a job where she's uh rich by association yeah and like that's why we of course that's why she's such a snotty gate gatekeeper you know yeah. it's like it's it's kind of like power she has yeah it's kind of like in mean girls like the like karen and um uh gretchen, uh, gretchen thank you are the ones that like enforce the rules and regina doesn't 
doesn't and like doesn't have to abide by them even really it's like the same thing right like this is how rich people work like none of those people who actually buy into the club enforce any of the rules it's like these people these hangers on that have to do it Um, nor do they care i don't think like to be honest you really think that the rich people care who's serving them as long you know like (laughs) absolutely not absolutely not and like if you've ever been in those circles like I used to sell books in a lot of those like very rich houses like we Mm -hmm. they would like they would throw a party for their friend who wrote a book and I would sell them and like people behave absolutely horrendously um at those parties and stuff and like nobody really gives a shit so right it's like well if even if you go to a country club like most people like the they are like more or less they act like they're friends with the servers you know yeah like oh how are you like oh how's your daughter like you know definitely not gonna vote to give you a living wage but like yeah Yeah. (laughs) but i'll but i'll say hi (laughs) yeah And this guy goes, you know, oh, these people have all the money in the world and not an ounce of class. And here's my note about watching it this week is that I want to note that these people, some of these people um, would have been in Trump's little attempted coup. Um, Mm -hmm. This is the tier of people, uh, many of whom are doing this kind of thing. They're the ones being arrested right now. That girl who flew on a private plane to get to Washington, D.C., like, you know, let's yeah, be clear. Yeah, or they're like the Betsy DeVosses who are pussies and just, you know, resign <laughs> instead of, like, doing their due diligence and invoking the 25th Amendment. Right. Um, the best press release that I've ever seen in my life is from the American Federation of Teachers um, <laughs> on the resignation of Betsy DeVos. It was two words. Good riddance. Goodbye. I was like... <laughs> Good riddance. I was like, what? Oh, my God. Give whoever wrote that a raise. Um, (laughs) So we go over to the waterfront where Jack and Jen are meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And Jen's like, you rang? Like, what's up? And they chat a little bit. And she's like, ooh, this is kind of a romantic place to talk. Like, what's going on? Right. Also, did you notice that it is like pouring rain on them? Like they don't say no. it, but if you look, it's like ra- it's like really raining. <laughs> it's definitely yeah, raining. It's amazing. And 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 Jen's like, you know, like oh, I just figured I'm gonna settle in and let Henry. I'm gonna let Henry settle in, and then like we can talk. It's yeah. gonna be fine. And then Jack's like, okay, but like, I what mean, if it's like, not fine? <laughs> what if it like doesn't work out Mm -hmm. and jen's like what the fuck is happening right now yeah and then like then she looks at him and she's like did you talk to him and yeah jack's like yeah she's like is henry breaking up with me yeah also at this point there's a huge thunderclap in the background so there was like definitely a thunderstorm (laughs) happening while they were shooting this oh my god (laughs) it's really funny (laughs) Um, Because it's supposed to be like summertime in Cape Cod, um, which I don't know, like like, tell us. I feel like it's not raining like that. Yeah. In Cape Cod. But who the fuck knows? Um, I have no idea. (laughs) That's not rainy season in California. No, that's all I know. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so Jack's like, Jen's like, you talked to him, didn't you? Like, is he breaking up with me? And Jack's kind of like stammering about stuff. He's like, uh, he's like uh, 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 
<laughs> and she just storms off and yeah. Jack's like, uh Yeah, because yeah. she's like, Leave me alone. Like he's lying to he's lying to you and you're lying to me. Leave me alone. And I'm like, yeah, Jack, I don't know how you thought this was going to go any better than how it just went. I know. <laughs> I completely agree. Like, what like, the fuck did you think you were doing? Like, yeah, absolutely not. Totally. Absolutely not. Come so, on. Yeah. Yeah. So we go to the B&B. Go over to the B&B. Mm-hmm. And Dawson, someone knocks on the door and, yeah. and Joey opens it. And it's Dawson. And he's returning and he's your like, crowning crow CDs. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Oh, it's so 90s. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she's like, she's like, um, I think I lent those to you like three years ago. Like, why the fuck yeah. are you bringing this back to me? Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I'm kind of a bad friend. You're like, yeah. yeah. True. And then he's like, you know, and then he basically just tells her about Pacey. Like, he's like, you know, Pacey's in trouble he's at like, school. He's like, ooh, maybe I should go. And she's like, well, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. And like, clearly you like, came here not for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which another thing is like, good for her being like, what's going on here, yeah. man? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's, he's like, you should talk to Pacey. He's in trouble. Yeah. He's like, and he's going like, to flunk out. Yeah. What? Yeah. And she's like, don't you think I would know if he was in trouble? Like, don't you think I would know what was going on? And I'm kind of like, bitch, Joey, what? Like, that didn't make that part didn't make sense to me. Right. I know. I know. Like, you, he picked a fight with you last night. Like, you know that, like, something is happening. Like, obviously, it's this. And so she's yeah. and then Dawson's like, you know, no, because, like, you don't want the girl you love to not be proud of you. Like, you want her to think there's nothing you can't do. And, like, to me, that's such a naive, like, young point of view. Yeah. And I, like, totally. I do really get it. Like, I, but, like, it's, like, the meat of a relationship is being able to be vulnerable with someone and say, like, I'm fucking up yeah. at this. I yeah, feel really I mean, bad it's about like, this. Ultimately we, yeah, and it's, like, ultimately we all have flaws. So if you can't, like you know, express those with your partner, like you're not going to have a healthy relationship, you know, and this is part of Pacey's human complex, obviously, but it's a little bit weird to have like Dawson give Joey romantic advice because he like dead eyes her. He's like, the thought of disappointing the girl you love is crippling. And I was like, oh, this is so gross. Like, it's it's really weird to see this scene. It's like a really weird vibe because like, they both yeah, know that we're they're supposed talking to about walk her away thinking like oh dawson's a good guy wow see <laughs> we knew dawson was a good guy and like right. i just i don't know like it's like this know? redemption arc because he was so awful at the end of last year but like yeah. this is not like it's creepy that he's like you know definitely talking about her yeah um and like <laughs> that's weird and like i i mean but on the other hand like i get like I don't know. I get not being able to be vulnerable with people because um, I'm terrible at it. Um, so no, totally. I think explain <laughs> like this is an accurate explanation of what totally. is happening. And it like does highlight like how well or how well and long Dawson has known Pacey, you right. know, and like and so like there's an insight that Dawson has and brings to the table. I just mm. think that it's like a little bit weird. Totally. This like little triangle <laughs> like how they have yeah. really bad boundaries <laughs> yeah 100%. and it's hard because i i think that someone you know like if mitch isn't gonna fucking do his job like someone needs to do something sure. you know sure 
you would have hoped that, to be honest, pa- Dawson just went to Pacey. Agreed. Agreed. But he's his ego is such that he's not going to do it. So, Yeah, and it kind of feels like he's like, oh, well, if I go to Joey, it'll highlight like how I'm a better person yeah. than Pacey. Yeah, it does feel At a least little that's like, how I nefarious. Took it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, he leaves and we go straight to Gretchen and Pacey's where... Yeah, <laughs> where jo- Gretchen lets Joey onto the deck where Pacey is, and she's like, "Try not to bruise him." <laughs> it's like, yeah, and she just starts railing into him, like, "How yeah. the fuck am I have to fucking hear from Dawson about what the fuck's going on with you?" Yeah, and like, you know, and I like Pacey's missing the point, but I also do want to give him space for this. Yeah. He's like, "Oh." Dawson must have fucking loved that. I can't believe Mitch just sold me out like that. Yeah. And it's true. Like, yeah, this I agree. Is, this is not right. This is unfair that Mitch sold. Like, this is a confidentiality thing. Like, oh, you know, and then he goes 100%. to Dawson. Like, are 100%. you kidding me? Oh, no. It's, it's fucked. It's fucked. It's a privacy <laughs> thing. But, like, Paisley's like, you know, Dawson gets to swoop in on his soulmate with a great big I told you so. And I'm like, you know, if it was unclear that... Da- Pacey has insecurity about Dawson and Joey and their relationship. Like this is not going anywhere. This is yes. gonna be a problem. You know. Yes. <laughs> and and like, it's something he needs to work on, but also Joey needs to work on with him. To be absolutely, honest, absolutely agreed with you. Because Joe, but Joey in this moment is like Pacey. Dawson has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like, do you know how insulting it is that, like, I do not come up on your list of people to, like, call when you have a problem? Yeah. And, like, that's for real. No, totally. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I completely agree. It's like you can't let, like, everything be about Pacey's insecurity with Dawson. And you have to be like, okay, snap out of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that also means, like, Joey can't just neglect that insecurity, you know? 100%. But, yeah, she's like, snap the fuck out of this. Like, I cannot believe you didn't tell me this, you know? Yeah. like what's going on and he's like he's like i'm I'm handling handling it it. and she's like yeah cutting school is not handling it and then she says something i'm not quite sure i agree with but it's apparently a narrative we're gonna have she's like oh yeah this is how you handle it you this is how you handle everything by running away do you agree with that it's like i agree with it in some cases and i don't agree with it in other cases i think that there are certain things that he deals with head on and i think there are certain things that he definitely runs away from totally and so like i don't think it is a i don't think i don't think you can say this like a hundred percent of his behavior yeah like i I agree it feels like he has like the normal amount of running away (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for like yeah, a 16 totally. year old yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> so it's super weird you know it and is. she's like look i thought we spent the summer building an incredible foundation for a, an amazing relationship and i must have been wrong because he calls himself a loser and then she's like you're not a loser i don't think you're a loser i did not spend my summer with a loser yeah like we built this incredible relationship and like you know, we're a great team. And she was like, but it turns out like, that's not, that's not actually true. You didn't see it that way. Yeah. (laughs) And again, another great fight. I love this fight. I think this is an absolutely necessary fight. Like this is the fight you should be having. (laughs) 100%. Yeah, no, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Completely. I'm into it. It's like he has these incredible insecurities about like, about her path and about Mm. her like, being quote smart and like and how you know that into her life 
because of exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah. it's, this is why being in a relationship when you're 16 is really fucking hard. Yeah. Boy, is it. Um. So then the next morning, I mean, not that I would know I wasn't in a relationship at 16, <laughs> but it seems hard. <laughs> um, but like, so the next morning, Gretchen wakes Pacey up and tells him that she he has to go apologize to Joey. Like Gretchen, yeah. great sister. She's like, get the fuck up. Go say yeah, sorry to your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to let you blow this amazing relationship because you're fucking scared. You yeah. Know? And then he says, and I'm not scared. And she says, <laughs> well, she says like a little girl, which like, hate that. Let's stop yeah. doing that. But yeah. Yeah. And then he kind of ex- gets real and reminds us just yeah. like how fucked up his self-esteem is. He's like, yeah. you know, if you had to listen to your brother and your dad call you stupid your whole life, of yeah. course, you're going to start to hear them. And here's where it's so great that Pacey has a sibling that he's living with because yeah. Gretchen's like, yeah, they're both jerks. Fucking assholes. <laughs> but like between the two of them, they're so fucked up that you should just throw them a pity party. And like, they're not your problem, dude. Like, yeah. And she says, Dawson is your. Oh, and then he says, <laughs> she says, they're not your problem. Pacey says one of my favorite lines, which is, oh, great Oracle of Cape Side. What is my problem? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my favorite <laughs> um i want to call everyone that at some point <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she's like your fucking problem is dawson we picked you and you have to deal with it like yep. you know and yeah. she's fucking right you know absolutely um, so we go back to the yacht club and the bitchy lady has asked to see Joey because a few of yesterday's receipts were signed by Owen Ross. And yeah. she's like, she's if you're nice. such a good friend of Owen's, wouldn't you know that the family is in Paris until after the first of the year? And Joey's like, she doesn't know she's doing a good job lying, but she is. She's like, that's not true. I saw him. Yeah. <laughs> and she says mrs valentine i saw him so we learn that this is mrs valentine um yeah spoiler she's not going away um and joey's like i served him and he was rude yeah and mrs valentine's like i don't think this is gonna work out and then from off screen we hear actually mom the ross kid was here yeah and when we turn we see the guy who has said that he was owen ross Mm hmm and is actually not Owen Ross. He is one Mr. Drew Valentine. Hello. Miss, hello, Drew Valentine. Um, and the season four, Abby Morgan. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. He sure is. This is the chaos agent of this season. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, he's like, Owen was here. I saw him. Like, Joey was so great with him. Like... You know, that guy can be so high maintenance. And Joey's face is just like, what the fuck is happening? What the fuck is happening, you know? Yeah. And she, like, leaves Miss Valentine and, like, goes and finds Drew. And she's yeah. like, what the fuck is going on here, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he totally explains himself. He's like, when I saw you, I knew you fucking lied your way in here. And I I love you for that. <laughs> yeah, you know? he's like, I dig that about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's like, look, like, Drew's, Drew says that he's a lot of fun. He's like, look, I'm a lot of fun. I think you're going to like me. And I just like want to, let's see. We'll see if that's that. She just calls him a freak. It's yeah, so like, funny. Oh my God. 
So then we go over to the dock in front of Dawson's house and he's trying to comfort Jen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you know, Jen, it's okay to be hurt. And and then Jen, like true Jen form, is like, I'm not hurt. Yeah. (laughs) Girl. And then she says, but the only real boyfriend I've had enlisted the help of my best friend. (laughs) She says that to her ex-boyfriend. I know. Damn, Jen, that was rough. (laughs) So she's like, you know, the only real boyfriend I've had enlisted the help of my best friend to dump me and I'm angry. Yeah. And Dawson, I mean, Dawson actually gives good advice. He's like, yeah. He's like, the anger is just a a distraction to the pain. And if you like do it right, loving someone's going to hurt. And like, you just have to feel it. And then you'll be able to like, do it again. Yeah. And she's just kind of like, I don't want to hear this from you. And he's just like, well, she says, I don't want to hear one of your self-help seminars. And like between this and the quote on the wall, I like, I kind of am like, did Dawson go to Est like during this (laughs) summer or like, what am I looking at here? um well, also said, like, i would love I that story a lot from you like oh i, I would a love a, a dawson cult story yeah yeah sorry. <laughs> sorry i'm just fantasizing over here sorry that's sorry. for the other summer diaries <laughs> <laughs> sorry also i have to i have to say right now dawson is in this scene has he's in the worst shorts maybe of the whole show i they distract me every time i can only see them in this scene <laughs> you know how i feel about men in shorts you have to I earn do. that right yeah and those shorts are heinous, heinous. <laughs> so okay sorry continue you were saying yeah he's Dawson. so sweet to her he's he just like i learned her. a lot from you this summer yeah. and like you know you were there for me and i just want to return the fail the favor you know yeah. like Love can suck and feelings change, but friendship remains sacred, you know? Mm. And so like, like it's so interesting because like that's what he kind of said he had learned, you know, in um in Neverland. He's like, you know what I realized is like my friends are really important to me, you know? Right. Um yeah. and so you kind of see that reinforcement here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And he's like, some friends, then he says, some friends bring the worst news with the best intentions. Mm, I like, I noted that and I was like, Aaron's going to have something to say about this. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, I don't know. This is such white man narrative of like, but my intentions. And you're like, dog, if I thought your intentions were nefarious, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. So like, (laughs) kick rocks. (laughs) I don't want to hear that. Yeah, good. That's good. And Jen's like, you know, Jen. So so we as he says that Jack comes into the frame and Dawson sort of leaves them to it. And it's like the first time we've seen Dawson, Jen, and Jack in a scene together, I think, ever, to be honest. Yeah, I know, right? But also, like, you know, Jack, like, Pace, or I mean, sorry, Dawson leaves Jack and Jen and kind of is like, you know, Jack, you take it from here, you know? And yeah. Jen's like, Jen is like, oh, I owe you an apology. And Jack's like, no, I owe you an apology. So, like, yeah. I, going off of like what you were talking about of like no one apologizes I mean like Gretchen has already apologized once this episode mm-hmm. and now Jack and Jen are apologizing so like also who apologizes is uh is yes. a real yeah 
Um, it seems like the characters we say are our favorites are the ones that apologize. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so, like, um, you know, so uh, Jack's like, or yeah. Jen says, like, that's what relationships are a bunch of sorries that end in one big sorry. And I'm like, that's actually kind of true. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's a sad way to look at it, but it actually is kind of true. Um, and yeah, like, they're going to be reductive for sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. And and Jack's like, oh, sounds like someone's drowning in self pity. And like, <laughs> Jen's just kind of like, I mean, can't I like wallow a little bit? Like, isn't that allowed? Yeah. And yeah, you know, I just it's got like, broken. Look, up I wanted with. you to be my shoulder. Like, yeah. I wanted you to just be there for me. Yeah. And he grabs her and hugs her, and he's like, better late than never. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I love these friends I so know. much. Oh my god, they're the best. Yeah. Um. So then here we are. We go to the docks. Um, yeah. Which was where Pacey finds Joey, who is quite yeah. unhappy with him at the moment, and he knows this. Yes. <laughs> He's like, also, you're mad. Yeah. Before we get into it, this blue shirt that Pacey has on, I'm pretty sure I owned it. Um. <laughs> I. <laughs> If I didn't own that exact shirt, I own something very similar. Right. Um, I was I really. Think she's wearing one of those half shirts again, and I was yeah. like, "Did I have that one? <laughs> Did I have it?" <laughs> I was I like distracted that, at the end at, of this scene. <laughs> yeah, I like that. At this point in our in our lives, I owned all of Pacey's clothes, and you owned all of Joey's clothes. <laughs> I know, uh, girl. Okay. <laughs> um. So Pacey's like, you know, my sister told me that. I should probably talk to my girlfriend about stuff like this. Yeah. And Joey. And she's Joey's still like, annoyed. Yeah. She's yeah. not. She's, she's not happy. Like you can fucking start wherever you want. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says, oh, my God. OK. He says. Yeah. Well, I should start by saying that you, Josephine Potter, have just wrecked me. And um, I would like to say that you, Pacey Witter, by calling her Josephine Potter, have just wrecked me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm done now. Yeah. The yeah, rest yeah. of the scene is just I'm on your on side the now. You're forgiven. Thank you. <laughs> and he goes, and he's like, in the best way, you have wrecked me because I fell in love with you, knowing that there was no possibility of being with you knowing full well that your heart would always belong to Dawson. And that was okay with me until you chose me. Oh. Bro. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I, you turned everything on its head and I got everything that I wanted. And ever since then I've been a wreck. Um, yeah. And she's just like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and he's, he's just like, I've just been waiting for the other shoe to drop for you to realize that you're supposed to be with Dawson. Yeah. Like Dawson would never fail out of school. Yeah. And like, I just want to say, this is not a small problem that he is outlining. <laughs> like no. the fact that he feels this way is like not a small problem. Oh. Um, and yeah, he's like, Dawson would have never screwed up the way that I did. And Joey... <laughs> I mean, I think she kind of rocks here. She's like, yeah, you know what else yeah, Dawson, Dawson wouldn't do? Would, she's like, Dawson would make me not go to Paris. You, however, yeah. would make me spend a summer away making our own fucking history. Mm -hmm. We spent three months at sea and we didn't even come close to weathering the storm. Right. 
Because like, you know, we ran away and we made our own reality. And I think like that's the part of the running away in the earlier scene that she's talking about is like, mm-hmm. you know, instead of facing head on this reality that we had made, we kind of like ran away and made our own reality. And now we have to face actual reality. And like, in a way, it's good because we have this whole foundation, this like ability to communicate, but it only works if you keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and Pacey's kind of like, you know, and Joey's like, look, we have this magic summer that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. And she's like, you know, we're making our own history, one that has nothing to do with Dawson. Yeah, it's going to be the details that define us. Mm-hmm. And Pace, and like he's kind of like, you know, oh, it couldn't last forever. And she, and, Pace, and Joey's like, it shouldn't last forever. Yeah, like, like we our, can't live in that fantasy. <laughs> yeah, like that was a great like three months. But like, that's not what a relationship is, you know? And then he kind of, he's like, okay. And he like tells her, he's like, I'm scared. He sighs he sighs he's like okay and then he sighs and he's like (laughs) I'm scared because I think I'm gonna flunk out of school yeah and he's like and I need your help and he's crying I mean he's like got tears oh and she's like that's all you need to say yeah and she's like you know we're gonna fix it and like you know everything's gonna be okay and he asks her how she can be so sure and she says I'm not going anywhere without you yeah (laughs) and like okay wait i just want to talk very quickly about the physicality of their relationship because like the way that they she holds him in this scene like his Mm -hmm. face the way they touch each other like he holds onto her arms it's just like this soft like intimacy and like she's like wipes away his tears and like i just i am a huge fan of representations of like people's casual intimacy like I'm not like first kisses are fine, but like, I'm like, show me the 400th kiss. Like show me what people are like when they have been in this relationship for a while, like how they touch each other and how they interact with each other. That's like what I'm here for. And I feel like Mm -hmm. these two, the way that their intimacy sort of manifests in how that they touch each other on screen. And I like, don't mean that in a dirty way. I mean that in a, just like a very like, you know, like, the way that they interact with each other physically it's like so it's such a stark contrast to like anyone else even pacey and andy uh, to be honest like even mitch and gail to be honest yeah totally yeah it's i just it's i love it i love it i think they're so good together um and she like wipes his tears away and he kisses her and he's like, how come you're so much smarter than me? He calls her Potter, which you know I yeah. am now yeah. dead, dead on the floor <laughs> again, yet again. And she's like, I'm not that much smarter. And oh god. Yeah. And she says a slur. Yeah, she says I'm more emotionally mature, but she says it in a different way that I don't love. Um, she uses the R word. Well, also it's it. a lie. She's like you're just emotionally and then uses the R word and you're like, I don't think that that's true about Pacey. (laughs) Like I actually think he has a pretty good handle on his emotions. Yeah. I just think he's not as good at talking about it. Well, he like he laid out, he's just scared of what Joey's going to think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
but then they're like kind of sweet and playful with each other so like yeah it's like <laughs> he's it like is. okay let's go make out some more <laughs> yeah and she's like okay so you're so romantic <laughs> like he's like you're too cynical for my romantic overtures <laughs> yeah this is hilarious and then he like does this thing where they're holding hands and then he puts his arm around her as they're holding hands which is a move that i think is baller i mean that is just <laughs> done i'm done if you pull that move yeah <laughs> yeah and he's good one definitely. and he he says you love me and she goes you bug me <laughs> and then they kiss <laughs> uh, it's my favorite i love this ending i love it I so know. much oh my god i love it yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, they have obviously gotten in a fight in each of the season four episodes, but they feel authentic. And it, it, it it's like, I think what they this is what they were trying to do with Jen and Henry. But Henry is such a fucking <laughs> creep, you know, yeah. so it always just felt like he was a piece of shit. And then we're supposed to be like, I'm not going to say, oh, <laughs> like, you know, that didn't feel like right. a healthy like teenage fight or a teenage misunderstanding you know versus when you watch these episodes you're like oh my god they totally yeah. needed to talk it out like <laughs> now we know where they're coming from you yeah know? <laughs> and well and like, like i said just... sorry continue sorry no it's okay uh yeah it just feels really authentic yeah and like i said the last episode like i'm my favorite brand of storytelling is like what happens after have after you sail off into the sunset and I think like, like I've been saying about all these fights that I love so much is that it's like, these are, first of all, they're necessary fights, but also like, I think they really display like these two people know how to fight with each other. And like, actually, even yeah, when Pacey's being, how do right? True. But like, even when Pacey's like, you know, like in the, their fight, like on the boat where they're, where she's like, mm -hmm. don't pick a fight. You're picking a fight with me right now. And like, I don't kind yeah. of know why. Like, even that, it's like, there are boundaries that are like, Joey's like, <laughs> I mean, you can like not want to talk to me about something or at all, but like, you can't, yeah, but you can't be a piece of shit me. to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so, like, that's such a, it, it's so much more adult than anything we've seen any of the teenagers sort of do on this show. I completely agree. Yeah. Like, I definitely see, like, this is the one where, like, they're building the healthiest of boundaries possible for, like, young kids, you know? Yeah. And so, like, that feels like such a good representation to watch, you know? Um, yeah. And, yeah, it seems like they're also starting their relationship on more like of a healthy footing versus like the dynamic that Pacey and Andy had. And then also the dynamic that Joey and Dawson had where Joey just was like had her whole life wrapped up in him, you know, in Dawson. Yeah. So this seems like a little bit like better footing to build a connection or relationship. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I love it. So who are you rooting for? I mean, I'm rooting for Paisley and Joey. <laughs> I mean, 100%. Um, I'm, I'm excited Jen and Henry are done. It was same, like, same. I remember in 2000 just being like, you mean we had to go through all of that for this? Like, are you fucking kidding me? You know? I know. Like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, good riddance. Goodbye. Fuck off, Henry. Great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I'm, I, and like Jen and Jack, I love in this episode. I also love Andy giving that advice to Jack. Like totally. yet, yet again, Andy's underutilized. Um, because she also gives advice to Joey. Like the right. few scenes she's in, she's like pretty awesome, you know, but you're yeah. like, it's just sad. She's not in it more. 
Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so that's who I'm rooting for. I mean, I think Mitch was fucked up beyond belief in this episode. And I think Dawson was fine. I mean, I liked him with Jen. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't love him totally. with Jenny, but I liked him with Jen. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, also, I liked him okay with Mitch insofar as, like, he's like, I don't want to be friends with this guy. Like, I'm trying to put a boundary down. <laughs> like, that, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, listen, yeah. I, I do I wish that we had a Dawson goes to Est storyline? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I'm just going to have to, like, write my own headcanon for that. So, okay, here we are. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I, I really love this episode. I, I think it's a great episode. And I think, um, you know, I think the sort of like navigating of what Pacey and Joey's relationship is going to look like now that they're not alone on a boat together anymore. I think that's, yeah. I think that's really interesting. And I think that's a really interesting story. And I'm glad that they take time with it, to be quite totally. honest. Totally. Yeah. You know, I, I completely agree. I, I wish it didn't have to have the like triangle of Dawson. Like, you yeah. know, like, like Pacey's good friends with Jen. Like you wish you could have seen him like go to Jen for it to, for advice or like go mm-hmm. to one of the other characters, you know, um, for advice, yeah. like instead of it having to be this like kind of Dawson's a good guy. See, he still <laughs> has like a good guy in him. Like, yeah. you know, because like it just did not read like that to me, even yeah. though like I think that's what they were going for. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of like like Pacey's gonna have that insecurity whether or not Dawson was involved in this. Like yeah. he's gonna be insecure about Joey's like soulmate co- connection with Dawson. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, like, and, yeah, of course. And so, you know, it's a problem no matter what that they're going to have to work through. Absolutely. It doesn't need to be artificially kind of, like, drawn together. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I get you. Okay, so for our listener corner, Mm. we have a few because they're, like, kind of similar. So I'm going to read two that are, like, pretty similar. And then um, the the third one okay so first from emma yeah when we start series four we and pacey learn that he's flunking out of a number of subjects including english but wasn't he promised a guaranteed c for the previous for the play in the previous term have Mm -hmm. they forgotten or do grades work differently or because he was meant to go to summer school and skipped it because he was sailing with joey excuse me if this is my british ignorance not understanding how it works but i gather from your podcast it doesn't make sense in any world (laughs) (laughs) and then to follow that up from jennifer Mm. there is something bothering me for the year about this episode so i wanted to know how you two felt back in 2000 and now i could never suspend my disbelief that pacey failed three classes and didn't know until mitch told him back Mm. in true love in the true out love episode pacey told doug that he had told her dad that he would call every week. Are we supposed to believe that Pacey never did that? Or if he did, John Witter didn't rip him and demand him to come (laughs) back because he failed three classes and didn't go to summer school. Mm. Now they could have had him know this and not return, but that's not the story they told. Mm. Yeah. I mean, so for Emma, Emma was the first person, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, I like, I think it's a plot hole. I mean, to be quite, to be quite yeah. frank about it, I think it's just a plot hole. I can't remember exactly when that play episode aired, um, 
but like maybe if we want to like try to squeeze some logic no, it into it second it was still like second semester it would have been second semester okay yeah so yeah i mean i think it's a plot hole i think they forgot that they said that and it was wrong yeah <laughs> like like yeah you know and it, it does like i don't remember how i felt specifically about this storyline in 2000 like since pace we had known that pacey wasn't a good student it seemed plausible that he had maybe failed like one class to be honest like three just frankly feels insurmountable to (laughs) pass that and his classes for a senior year like you're looking at what like nine classes you have to take like that is near impossible yeah yeah that it has felt like a plot hole however like him being on shaky ground to not graduate felt real yeah I mean I think like I agree with you like maybe it was a little bit too much to be like he he failed three classes like I mean even if it was just two like okay you can you can you can come back from that but three seems yeah a lot insurmountable yeah yeah and then like also I mean to to address Jennifer's question like, I think, yeah, I mean, there's a part of me that wonders, like, does John Witter even fucking check Pacey's grades? Like, I don't think he cares at all. Like, so right. who knows? But yeah, I mean, you better believe that the one time I ever got a bad grade in a progress report, I fucking uh-huh. knew, I fucking knew by watching my mother walk up the driveway. Like, <laughs> I knew how much shit I was in. <laughs> just by yeah. how she was yeah. walking into the house. I was like, totally. oh my God, I'm going to die. I may be murdered right now. <laughs> um, and, you know, so there's that. Um, I think also, like, I think also what's interesting, because, like, I was in real jeopardy of not graduating from high school at a certain point because I did not have enough PE credits. Mm-hmm. Um, and... <laughs> And I had to take yoga at the community college because, like, I yeah. got more units. Like, yeah, because you just, yeah, totally. That's like an at easy the community. Fix. Yeah, but it was yeah. one of those things where, like, I had to, like, I just, I, and that was like, I, you know, I was a a very good student, and you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, my grade, it was never my grades. It was just like, you know, you have to have a certain amount of units and certain things, um, yeah, to graduate. And so I just didn't have enough PE credits. Um. And anyway, but like, I think, yeah, I mean, I think like schools do work things out with you. Like for me, they did work out like I had to take yoga for like a semester and then like I had to do weight training like every other week for like an hour. Mm -hmm. And like that was how I like got the amount of credits that I needed. High school, like we, it was super easy to do independent studies for PE and be like, mm. oh, I ride horses in my right. spare time or I take golf or like, you know, whatever rich people do, you know, or like skateboarding, surfing, like if PE wasn't a real problem. But I mean, it was, it, you needed it to graduate. So, for, yeah, see well, they you, wouldn't count. Had a, I yeah, see they, how you had a problem with it, but yeah. yeah, they didn't count marching band, which was stupid. I think they. Oh have, shit! Yeah, marching band counted as PE in my high school. Yeah, yeah it should have. It should have in mine, yeah. and I and then I would have had no problem, but it did not. Totally. So. Um, so anyway, yeah, I mean, I do think, you know, I mean, listen, <laughs> as as any TV writer will tell you, you know, the, at certain points, there are going to be plot holes. And I think these are just massive plot holes. 
I, you know, I, 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 and there's a part of me that's like willing to let it go, particularly on a network show that aired week to week because like they were moving so fast that like, you know, unlike, you know, the, the super plotted out shows now. Totally. Yeah, Yeah. Like the, like him failing, I guess just like the blanketed, like he's in danger of not graduating is like easy to be like, okay, that checks out. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. the like degree to which like is a lot, <laughs> like three classes. Oh my gosh. Right. Um, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And like, yeah, I just think that like, I do think John Witter would know, even though he's like one of the worst parents we see on this show and they're all pretty yeah. bad, you know, um, yeah. ha- you know, but also, however, what's he really going to do once his kid is out he, on the boat? yeah it's like exactly like what what position was he in to to remedy that you know so i don't know yeah and then this is from frankie um he's from germany yeah what's up he's from germany so i have a cultural question um in the show they often talk derogatory about jobs like waiter um tab attendant and cleaning staff i think that there are jobs that are more highly regarded by society (laughs) joking but i think that it's totally okay to work in a restaurant or as a cleaning worker in a hotel Mm. is this only for the show or how do um or how the u.s culturally rates these jobs that bothered me 20 years ago and even more now just like pacey's horrible gay jokes (laughs) i know it's not really specific dawson's creek but i would like to have your point of view yeah frankie um yeah this is a really hideous thing we do in america because we um so we have this thing yeah we have this thing called the fair labor act that is was the first bill that um gave us a minimum wage and like started the protections for workers and because this was during um the great depression they made carve out so there is no federal minimum wage for um waiters or Mm. farm workers because they traditionally or like um, train porters and stuff like that because they traditionally were black and brown people Mm -hmm. and to this day if you're a server in like certain states that don't have their own minimum wage you make two dollars and 17 cents an hour so uh it's fucked up (laughs) and we like those rhetorics of like, oh, I could end up as a hotel worker or like a fast food worker are things that still persist today and that we're trying to dismantle. And I also think like, I think, I think those are really like concrete reasons, but I also think that there are more like class stigma reasons. Like actually, if you watch like how, like particularly Republicans like Ted Cruz, um, who should be Mm -hmm. thrown out of office um, and and some of the other Republicans talk about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and like the fact that she worked as a waitress um, and as a bartender <laughs> for a long time. Um, like the way that they talk about that, like it's so, it's so like, it's so hateful. And it's like this kind mm-hmm. of like idea that the serving class is like to be looked down upon. And I, and I think that like, what's so, I mean, it's interesting, but it's also fucked about that is like America is in the process of moving from a manufacturing economy to a service economy. So the right. vast, so the vast majority of people who have, who used to work in manufacturing are, are basically moving into the service economy. Right. And mm-hmm. so, and so uh, 
because so much manufacturing has gone away and is continuing to go away. And, um, and I think that like, that is a way of looking down on these workers, right? That like you, it's like the, the, the rich upper class, (laughs) looking down on the class that serves it. And I think that you see that. I think that you see that. I mean, nowadays, it's really easy to see that, right? People are protesting at state houses so that they can go to restaurants in a pandemic. And they don't give a fuck. Yeah. And and they don't give a fuck that the people who are working there are actual people who like maybe don't want to get a deadly disease. Um, Yeah. And like like, the reason why those places are closed is also because the the labor that works there doesn't feel safe doing that. It's not because they, the state house doesn't allow it, you know? Right. And, and I think it's like, and so I think like, yes, America, uh, I think this is, I don't think that it is a solely American problem, but I think that it is a major problem within America that we look down on this. And like, I've said it before here that like, you know, one of the things that I was sort of, I don't know about threatened with, but sort of like, you know, if I got bad grades, it would be like, what do you want to work at Taco Bell? And like, and and there's a way in which like, I understand what was being said, obviously, but there's a mm-hmm. classism in that too, right? Is yeah. that it's like, and it's like, instead of saying like, hey, it's fucked up that we pay people who work at Taco Bell, you know, in the state of California, which is monstrously expensive to live in, you know, it's fucked up that we pay them, you know, whatever we pay them, like, 1450. Thank you that much. And, and, you know, back when I was being told this, it was like 615 or something like that. You know? Yeah, it's probably five. And, yeah. Or 575 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so like, so, you know, there's a way in which that's looked down on too. And I think that I do think that in certain segments of American society, there are narratives being shifted. But Mm -hmm. I definitely don't think that we're anywhere close to that. And I think that it's something we're still working on. And I think it does feel, I think it feels really gross in this show. I think it is really gross, period. Um, And, but I do think it reflects something that was absolutely present and still is. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're just, people are mesmerized by the idea when AOC or says like, all labor is skilled labor, Mm. you know? And like the idea that this like to be a, you know, cleaning staff or a waiter or something is like unskilled is like a fucking joke, you know, like you could, I wouldn't know how to clean. I mean, y'all, I I can't, I, I pay someone to clean my apartment because I'm so absolutely (laughs) terribly bad at it. Yeah. And I'm like, like, yeah. No, I, I just personally, like, I think that all labor is skilled. So someone might yeah. pay me to like do accounting, but like they, like I pay someone to clean my house. It's like, it's all the same to me, you know? Right. Um, right. I don't because, think I'm like, better than my cleaning person. Yeah. Because yeah, like I'm you like, have to specialize like that. Yeah. <laughs> we can't just spend I can't all do time this, doing so, everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, exactly. you know, so that's, that's just how it is. But yeah, unfortunately, in the US, because we live in hyper capitalism, we have to have an underclass of labor that we exploit. That's how it works. You know, um, the stock market only goes up when the cost of labor goes down. That's it. Yeah. Yep. So thank you for yeah. that. Yeah, Frankie, <laughs> and thank gonna... you. <laughs> and I hope and you're hanging in there, man. Uh, you know, yeah, what a fucking rough totally. time. Yeah. 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 So yeah, 
Thank you everyone for listening. I hope that we gave you a little safe space during this mm-hmm. wild time. Um, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. Defund yeah. the police. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you, you didn't know, think that before, you fucking know it now, you know. Um, and also, yeah. please, please contact your um, representative and ask them to expel Josh Hawley and um, Ted Cruz from the Senate. Um, yes. Yeah. If, and- yeah. Yeah, let's just impeach the motherfucker. Let's do that. Yeah. Should we say yeah. that now? Okay. I let's mean, do- we've thought that for a while, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what a time to be alive. Oof. I hope everyone's staying safe, keeping mm-hmm. their head up, you know, just, just keep yourself safe. It's going to be a wild time. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not- it's not going to get better anytime soon. So keep, keep, keep on keeping on. But we're going to try to keep doing this every mm-hmm. week. So yeah, we're going to create this little community and space just for a little escape, you know, so you can yeah. find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's critique. You can email us. I'd love you to start emailing me what your, um, high school whether you're in the u.s or not i'd love to hear about different systems for the students that aren't going to college and i also want us to to settle on a term for what we want to call non-college bound students so email us dawson's critique at gmail.com uh we want to shout our boy Kilia for making our theme song you can find him on instagram at go freaking crazy you can follow my finsta at aaron.hensley we have merch now. Did you see the new merch, Julia? I did. It's amazing. <laughs> My mom ordered 10 tote bags. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you're not on our social media, we got new merch. Love is the hardest of woods by our mm. boy, Paul Gregory Martin. Um, and we're going to start doing monthly merch. So that reminds me, if y'all are designers or artists and you want to, you take commissions, email me your portfolio, dawsonscritique at gmail.com. And, and we'll, with your rates too. Yeah, we'll pay um, you some money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, um, because we're gonna start doing monthly merch and we're gonna invest whatever money we make on that back into the community. So mm-hmm. email us if you have anything. Um, and because we're selling you some more stuff, we can buy our book. <laughs> I remember everything, life lessons from Dawson's Creek. Um, I know there's a problem in Europe right now, but like it's getting sorted out. Um, so yeah, but it, it should be available soon again there. Yeah, if you're if you were trying to order in Europe, there's just a little hiccup in the the distribution line. Um, but it should be sorted out in the next few weeks. Um, let me let's see. Let's shout out to um we'll give a DC one, Duende District Bookstore. That's D-U-E-N-D-E. Um, and they are a great um POC owned, Latinx um owned uh bookstore in Washington, DC. We're gonna give a shout out to all our Washington DC folks. We know you've had a particularly rough week this week. So yeah. um, you know, on uh, that yeah. day, let's get DC statehood. Okay. Oh, girl, yes. Girl, yes. <laughs> Um, okay, please like us, subscribe, write a review wherever it is you get your podcast. It helps us so much when you do that. And thank you so much to those of you who have. You can find me online at rare or at Pesty1079 on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we'd like to thank, as always, Andrew Bush, who records us in better times, and we cannot wait to get back to him um, hopefully soon. Yeah. Uh, you can find Rare Bird books online at rarebirdlit.com or on social media at rarebirdlit. This has been a Rare Bird production. I don't wanna wait.